There are many ways people listen to vision, including on smart speakers. Just tell your smart speakers to play Vision Christian Radio. Alexa, play Vision Christian Radio. Vision. Yep, it really is that easy. You can also say, play V180 Radio for our music channel. It's just another way that Vision is helping you look to God daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays on Vision from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You might have heard some recent statistics that Australians are among the wealthiest people in the world per capita. But just because we're wealthy by world standards, does that mean we are generous with what we have when we see a need? There are some very generous Aussies about, but what about the average Aussie? Let's talk about giving and philanthropy. Peter Winnicky is the Head of Philanthropic Services for the Meyer Family Company, a wonderful organisation that distributes many millions of dollars every year. Peter is with us to talk about the generosity of Aussies. Hello, Peter. Welcome to 2020. Oh, hi, Neil. It's terrific to be here. And... Uh a pretty topical discussion right now. It is. And Peter, before we get into what we're like as Aussies when we come to generosity and giving, let's just talk about the Meyer Family Company. You're the head of philanthropic services for the Meyer Family Company, and it's a tremendous story uh, of a very generous Australian family. Yeah, that's that's right, Neil. It is an amazing story. And it it started with, of course, Sydney Meyer, uh, the classic story, the... uh, penniless immigrant arrives in Melbourne, um, smart retailer found founds the Meyer Emporium, of course, a renowned giver in his lifetime. And then upon his passing in 1934, something that fascinates me, um, the funeral procession, bearing in mind he was a businessman, his, his funeral procession was, the streets were lined with 100,000 people. So, I mean, just imagine that happening today, 100,000 people attending the funeral of a business person. Um, quite staggering to think of that. But Sydney, upon his death in 1934, uh, founded the Sydney Meyer Fund. His, this is public information. His estate was £1 million. He left 10% of that, £100,000. A big number, of course, in 1934. Uh, and that went into establish the Sydney Meyer Fund. It has now given away, uh, since then, well in excess of $100 million, and that's in historical dollars. No one's done the calculation to determine what that would be in today's dollars, and it continues to give away $7 million uh, each year. His two sons, Ken and Bales Meyer, 25 years later, in 1959, established the Meyer Foundation, and it also gives away several million dollars uh, each year. So... Uh, and that family is now into their fifth generation. The, the fourth generation, are, uh, uh, many of them are engaged within the philanthropic space, so it's been a terrific learning tool for the Meyer family. And we've just seen that very generous donation that's come from Andrew Forrest, uh, the mining magnate, a $65 million donation. In in some respects, uh, he's following in the footsteps of the Meyer family because uh, he's wanting to give away some of his wealth and he's wanting to inspire other wealthy people to do the same. Yes, he is. And look, it's a terrific announcement. Um, Andrew has said uh, many times publicly that... uh, 
his children won't inherit his wealth for a range of reasons, um, uh, and I happen to agree with him. Um, leaving significant income streams to your children can be a demotivator. It can stunt initiative. I think we all realise we get our self-esteem from our uh, achievements in life, not our inheritance. Um, so it's a terrific announcement from Andrew. And it's It's been really interesting, Neil. In the last 12 months, uh, there have been a number of large gifts um, not only made but announced publicly, which is terrific. And, we, and I really applaud that because... Um, we don't have a culture of giving in this country. We're, we're just starting to create a culture of giving, um, and we need to build on that. So these high-profile announcements, I mean, the, you always get some cynics who say, well, he's doing it to get the tax deduction and he's doing it to get some good PR. Uh, the fact is he doesn't have to do any of it. He can spend it all or buy another yacht or another house or leave it to his kids. He he genuinely wants to make a positive change to our community, and that's where philanthropy can be a powerful change agent. Peter, let's talk about what you just said. Australians don't have a good culture of giving. Now, yeah. uh, many of those listening into our conversation now are part of Christian churches, and yeah. uh, and a lot of Christians do have a fabulous uh, giving ethic. Yes. Uh, but generally speaking, Australians, you're saying, don't have a very good giving culture. No, look, we don't. Um uh, and before I talk about that, I mean, firstly, I should say, I mean, the Volunteering Australia tell us that about, I think it's about 35 or 6 percent of, or 36 percent of Australians volunteer on a regular basis. So Aussies are good at volunteering. Um, we know we have many gener- uh, generous uh, Australians. Um, but as a rule, uh, overall, uh, I mean, the, the tax office releases uh, giving stats each year. They, they released the latest stats they released. Uh, a couple of months ago relate to the 2010-11 financial year and we know from those stats that on average Australians give 0.33% of their income each year. Uh, just come back to that, yeah. 0.33%. I just yeah. want to highlight that yeah. and what does that really mean? Well, look, it's a pretty disappointing number, Neil. I mean, I, we know that not everyone can give but I, I maintain that most Australians could give give away 1% of their income and it wouldn't impact their lifestyle. I know not everyone can do that, but and and, and further we know from the ATO stats that 62% of Australians don't claim um, a deduction for a gift to a charity. Um, I mean, it's a pretty pretty compelling number, so we need to uh, we need to change that. Part of the reason for the lack of a giving culture is particularly compared with a country like the USA, is that we've always had a higher safety net here. Um, and also, most of the wealth in this country has been created in, in just the last last 30 years. So it's perhaps not surprising we, we're yet to build a culture of giving. Um, as I said earlier, it's changing. I'm, I'm, we are building that culture slowly, and, uh, and I'm really optimistic about the next... Uh, uh, decade or two in terms of continuing to build the momentum on building that culture of giving. Peter, when we hear those statistics and those small percentages, yeah. or 62% of taxpayers uh, didn't claim a tax-deductible gift uh, in their last tax return, mm. that does uh, throw the figures out a little bit when we compare ourselves with nations like the United States or even, indeed, New Zealand, yep. where uh, people are able to claim a tax deduction for giving to their Christian church. Yep. Uh, those That's not allowed in Australia, so that doesn't count, does that, it? That's correct, Neil. You, you, you're spot on. And comparisons with places like the States are fraught with uh, with danger, and that's one of the reasons that... Um, 
uh, you just outlined. So we, we do need to be careful with the stats. But it, you know, the, the, the stats are still pretty compelling. And, and, and another one is that nearly 9,000 Australians earned $1 million in 2010-11, and 36% of them didn't claim a deduction for a gift or charity. I mean, that's but I just find it quite staggering. Um, some say to me, yeah, but Peter, not, not all giving is, uh, is counted in those stats because that's just going to DGRs, deductible gift recipients, where you can claim... Um, others will buy the $5 legacy badge on the corner of the street and not claim it. My counter-argument to that, I guess, is um, we have about 12.5 million taxpayers. If they each, uh, every year, made gifts of $20 to charity and didn't claim it, that would be an extra $240 million that we would then need to include in the, in the stats. However, the income of the 12.5 million taxpayers was about $660 billion. So really, it's just it's petty cash. And also, um, uh, at the risk of sounding uh, cynical, Neil, uh, $660 billion has been uh, uh, placed down by taxpayers in their tax returns. What do we think the income actually is? Do we actually think it's $660 billion? I'd suggest it's probably a lot higher. Mm. Peter Winnicky is our guest. He's the head of philanthropic services for the Meyer Family Company. Uh, Peter, stay with us. We'll come back and talk in just a short while. I want to ask you about those who are uh, philanthropists in Australia, the work they do, what motivates them, and also what it is we need to do to help create that giving culture we've been talking about. Stay with us. We'll come back and talk some more shortly. Terrific. You're listening to the 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. We're back talking about philanthropy and the lack of a giving culture and generosity of Aussies. Peter Winnicky is the head of philanthropic services for the Meyer Family Company, an organisation that distributes $7 million each year. Peter, the top 50 philanthropic gifts of Australia's history have been announced for Australia. Who is on the list and what makes it so special? Yes, look, we launched that recently, Neil. Um, the, the purpose of the project was to inspire the next 50 Sydney Myers, Alfred Feltons and, and Ian Potters. Um, we, uh, as we were talking about earlier, we need to uh, build the culture of giving and the best way to do that, frankly, is to inspire people into action. So this, this project, in a nutshell, was uh, earlier, earlier in the year we saw public nominations for uh, the top 50 philanthropic gifts in Australia's history. We received hundreds of uh, nominations. We had a working group, uh, not only the Meyer Family Company, but Pro Bono Australia, Philanthropy Australia, Swinburne University, Meyer Foundation and Sydney Meyer Fund, also part of the working group. We sifted through these hundreds of nominations. Some extraordinary nominations were there. It flushed out a lot of projects that (laughs) many of us so-called sector experts had not heard of and and a range of individuals who... um, who had made gifts from uh, from some of the more obvious ones, such as uh, the Meyer family uh, and Ian Potter as well, um, Alfred Felton, which is an interesting story in itself. But to um, you know, one of my favourite stories: uh, three uh, three guys uh, sitting around a, a cafe in Hobart ten years ago, not happy with the uh, conservation record of the state, threw onto the table fifty dollars each, one hundred and fifty dollars which um, created the start of the Tasmanian Land Conservancy, which has since done some terrific work uh, in conservation in, in Tasmania. So it's, uh, this project has flushed out um, some extraordinary stories uh, of generosity um, from, from those that have a high net wealth and those that don't. 
When you talk about uh, ones that throw $150 on the table and they form a, an organisation which is going to distribute wealth, anyone could do that. Anyone yes. could start up some sort of a philanthropic company and, uh, and then draw in wealthy people that they may know to exactly. be able to give significant donations. Yes, because we all... Um, it's really interesting, Neil. Um, I mean, I don't particularly love the word philanthropy. I, I think for many it conjures up images of wealthy um, old men flicking money around but um, as as some listeners will know philanthropy the word philanthropy derives from a Greek word meaning love of mankind so philanthropy is is volunteering I mean we're we're primarily talking uh, today about um, financial giving um, but it can be uh, the volunteering of ours or, or as we say time talent and treasure um, everyone's got something to add whether it's the time talent or treasure I guess we can talk about wisdom in there too and people who lend their name uh, to institutions perhaps as a patron. Uh, Those are other ways that people can give. Uh, But but if we come back to uh, the obvious philanthropy and that involves the dollars, uh, how do you in fact get that inspiration snowballing so that people uh, who are typically uh, wanting to see finance released into all sorts of charity yeah. and uh, and the good of, of yeah. mankind. How do you get that happening? Well, I think the key is, you know, we're a funny country. We um, we don't celebrate our giving. <clears throat> you know, we have a very different, <clears throat> excuse me, culture to uh, the States where in, in America, as many will know, if you're successful, it's, a, it's almost a given that you share your success. And, and, and you're almost a social prior if you don't share that success. We're yet to build that here, uh, as I said earlier, mainly because most of the wealth has been only created in the last 30 years in this country. But so we need to we need to start encouraging people, families to celebrate their giving. Um, the um, the many high net worth families that we deal with, um, we encourage them to uh, to see the uh, the outstanding educational tool that a family foundation can be for the next generation. Um, uh, U.S. investor Warren Buffett has got a terrific saying, saying which you may have heard in relation to money and children, leave enough to your kids to do anything in life, but not enough to do nothing. Really uh, interesting saying, classic Buffett, wise, concise. And we're seeing more and more high net worth families, and we're now talking about high net worth families, giving a lot more consideration to the adverse consequences of leaving significant income streams to their children and the, uh, uh, how it can uh, be a demotivator and stunt initiative. More and more families are having the conversation around, well, let's, look, let's slice off X percent of our wealth, put it into the Family Foundation, use that as an educational tool to teach the next generation about the responsibility of wealth, getting better engaged with the community, learning about investment strategies within the foundation and also setting a... Um, a vision and purpose for the foundation, and then trying to implement that vision and purpose. So, and if if we can, you know, as we as I say, we're getting more and more families considering those issues, and then we 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 need to encourage them to talk about that with their peers, and so it becomes a sort of a snowballing effect. And we and we're already seeing it, as I said earlier, a number of large gifts have been announced publicly uh, in the last twelve months. From the uh, you know the recent one with with Andrew Forrest. Prior to that, we had Clive Berghofer. He's uh, fifty. $1 million gift to the Queensland Institute for Medical Research. A few months before that, it was Graham Tuckwell's $50 million gift uh, to ANU. 
Um, prior to that, it was uh, John Grill's $20 million gift to the Sydney Uni and, and the Morden family to the Museum of Contemporary Art. So a number of gifts have been announced. So it's um, uh, it's, it's, it's encouraging that um, that we're seeing that. Um, and, and in days gone by, if people had money to give, often it was... Um, via bequests upon their passing. I think more and more now, Neil, we're seeing people wanting to give while they live. It's, uh, I mean, why not see the satisfaction uh, of the positive change you're making in the community while you're alive? And, and, and frankly, it's more tax effective as well. But, I mean, that's not the key driver, but it's, it's more around the, the satisfaction of seeing the results in, in your lifetime. Well, Peter, I'm sure you would like to hear from people who are involved in philanthropic projects and uh, you're keeping a a close eye on on what's happening. You're monitoring those along and I guess uh, sharing wisdom uh, with those who are, in fact, involved and expanding their philanthropic opportunities. So uh, I can point people to to the Meyer Family Company to get in touch with you and we'll have a link on our website at vision.org.au as to how people can get in touch with you. Uh, Peter Winnicky is the Head of Philanthropic Services at the Meyer Family Company and we've been talking about the need for Aussies to have a giving culture and Peter, thanks so much for sharing these insights with us today here on 2020. Thanks Neil, I really enjoyed the chat. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au and remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au